What's happening, everybody? I'm Liam. This is the Comics Perspective Podcast. We are going to do our review for Wakanda Forever. I'm here with Matt, J-Dub, and we're just going to get right down to it. It's our objective to be effective by voice in societies. Working perspective. Exploring your day and how you lucky enough to catch Wakanda Forever on opening night and I was even luckier that I was joined by these two gentlemen. Matt, how you doing tonight? I mean, doing any better, I might be from Wakanda. <laughs> yep. J-Dub, how we doing, man? I'm hyped to be on the show, yo. What up? What up? Yeah. All right. So these two were nice enough to join me and a couple members of my family to check out Wakanda Forever. Uh, they brought back Ryan Coogler, was the director from the first movie, the first Black Panther. And yeah. I got to say, this Wakanda Forever, usually like sequels, maybe don't measure up. Dude, this sequel was, I thought, superior to the original Black Panther. The original Black Panther was awesome. And, uh, you know, like uh, Chadwick Boseman, like no one's ever going to replace him like as Black Panther. She's she's her own Black Panther, Shuri and everything. But like, his character kind of spanned movies and everything. He was awesome in Civil War, in Endgame, and in Infinity War and everything. You know what I mean? So you can't really, like, compare. But I think, like, this movie kind of, like, really took, like, Wakanda, like, to another level. You know? What do you guys think? I liked it. I mean, look, I, like I always say, if it goes fast, you know it's good. And I don't, how long was the actual runtime? I think it was, like, two hours and 40 minutes or something or two, 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 uh, it might have been like two hours and four minutes it didn't bother me at all like there, at no point was i like like i didn't pee throughout the movie i was like at no point was i was like all right like let's wrap this up like at the very very end after our conclusion had happened and then there was still some filler i was like all right like i'm ready to get out of here but other than that i was like fantastic i had a fun time dude it was two <clears throat> hours and 41 minutes didn't feel like it I would agree with that statement where it didn't feel like 241, but I will say this is that I I don't I disagree with you. I mean, maybe it's because I have to watch the first Black Panther again, but I thought the first one was better. First one is a great villain in Claw, which I enjoy him very much. I forget that guy's and name. Killmonger. And and Killmonger's fantastic. But uh I really, really enjoyed Neymar in this. Like it, it does it it's for me in all films and almost all media, it, I'm very villain. If you don't have a good villain, you can just go fuck off. I agree. Neymar is better as far as comparing villains from the first one and this one, the villain is better, even though Killmonger was really good. But I don't know. To me, there was a lot of there was this, it, the pace. I didn't like the pace as much as I liked the pace in the first one. 
do you like the uh you like the white jabs they do at the like the first one you've killmonger like take back the stuff that white people stole and he's like yeah i know where this came mm-hmm. stole from us and then in this one they call uh Whatever that Asian guy is, yeah, they call him the colonizer. colonizer. And the lady who sat next to me found that joke so funny every time they dropped it. What dude? Well, I-, I remember that lady. Um, she was from Wakanda, right, Justin? She was. Okay, dude. I but I don't think they really like poured it on like like too nah. much. Honestly, like a lot I of like, it. like like so when you watch She Hulk, dude, they fucking poured it on, dude. You know what I mean? It was almost like they were like talking down to you, like society um, you need to learn your lesson you know what i mean i didn't feel that here with wakanda forever i agree uh, but and, you know but yeah. oftentimes i think like the excitement has to wear off too so i need like this to like simmer a little bit before you're right maybe i am jumping the gun saying that wakanda forever is better they're probably all in all like on par with each other yeah you know i mean is? none of them are end game i'll tell you that right yeah. now they're not end game but i like that that's the like, problem I walk out of the door, like, after I saw, like, best movie I've ever seen. Yeah, and, then, like, yeah, a week it, goes by, and I'm like, ah, yeah, it's all right, you know? <laughs> all right, so right now, right now, what would you rate it at? You can do, like, you know, point one, point, point one through ten. Just do one through ten, and you can do, like, you know, like, 7.5, you know what I mean? Like, I'll give you my Marvel scale. Like, my favorite movie, Walking In, was, like, Walking In and Walking Out. Like I had no expectation for Guardians of the Galaxy. That's the best movie I have yeah. seen out of like outside of the big collection. Like Endgame and Infinity War are their own thing. So like individuals movies, like as far as sequels go, like it's better than Iron Man 2. Uh it's yeah. not better than Civil War or uh not better than Winter Soldier. It's not better than Civil War, yeah. I think sure. I would watch this again definitely before I'd watch Black Panther one again. I do want to watch this again, though, just because, like, I don't know. I, I do want to see it again so I can, because it, it was good enough that I do want to see it again and soon. But I just want to be able to, I, I don't know, maybe to critique it better and, like, kind of dive into a little bit more and maybe not miss, like, certain things. But mm-hmm. it was, dude, yeah, I, I'm excited to watch it again, and it was good. But let's do this. I want to start now and tell everyone, spoilers alert. Oh, if you yeah. if you listen from now on, you're going to hear spoilers. So if you don't want to hear spoilers, then turn off the fucking show. So <laughs> here's how it starts, right? The beginning of the movie starts with series in like turmoil and sure. she's she's trying to figure out like the synthetic what you call it flower that Killmonger burnt and it's all and like that it's all to save T'Challa. Something's happened to uh-huh. T'Challa who's not on screen who's off screen, right? She can't figure out like the chemical makeup of the herb. And then they find out coming in and they tell us the child is dead, which we already knew. Also shout out Angela Bassett, fan of the show, listener of the show. (laughs) And then uh, from there, this is what I thought was cool is that when they did the opening Marvel gimmick, right? Like, you know how they do, it's like, you know, Iron Man, Ant-Man, Captain America, Black Widow, all that. And then it it merges together to spell Marvel. When they did that, it was nothing but Chadwick Boseman as T'Challa, and it was dead silent. (laughs) And purple. And purple. So yeah, they they did it. it. There was a lot, they did do a lot of good tributes to him in this. I will say that. Right. Mm -hmm. So then after we get, yeah, after we get back from the Marvel scene, then is that we go to, it's a dual scene where it's, uh, uh, it's a year, they jump a one year ahead in time and it's a Mm -hmm. dual scene where 
Angela Bassett is representing Wakanda at the United Nations. And then at, we'll find out at the same time, there is a raid on a boat, a Wakandan ship in the Atlantic. And the raid is done by like French special forces. You see like, dude, killer fight scene. You get introduced to a secondary character who ends up being vital, right? Which is really cool. And then you have what like Angela Bassett's speech, fucking money, right? <laughs> like, okay. So at this time, what are you guys thinking here? Liam, what is your thought? They're kind of setting the floor for because Wakanda said fuck you to the world, and the world's saying no, fuck you, Wakanda. And there is tension. They are start they're they're putting down the baselines for tension between Wakanda and the rest of the world. Liam, what are your thoughts? Dude, I, I was hyped right out the gate when they had those like uh you know, the, those power-based daggers and stuff. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, you know, her vibranium spear. And, like, you know, those special forces dudes come in and they act like they're, like, defenseless and everything. And they think, like, they have no protector because yeah. you know, T'Challa passed and everything. But then the uh, uh, Dora Milaje, I think it's called. Yeah. Out, like, those chicks, like, the Royal Guard come out. Yeah. and they the like, bald chicks. Yeah, they, like, beat the, beat the brakes <laughs> off them. And oh, and drag them in ass. in front, yeah, and drag them in in front of everybody, and that's when you knew like shit's gonna like heat up between Wakanda and the world, which I think they're setting up because they're gonna do a Wakanda show and everything, and Ooh. yeah, dude, it, it's it's getting pretty like like everybody's trying to get their hands that they know at this point vibranium is like limited and everything, and it's you can make all those crazy weapons out of it. I mean, you know, you're talking about the United States and like powerful countries and everything they're trying to get their hands on it. it's same as like nukes and everything you know it's like an arms race with the rest of the world not gonna lie when we found out it was french special forces i was like what are these cheese-eating surrender monkeys <laughs> gonna do to the fucking dora milaje yeah are you kidding yeah. me get out of town they're not a chance. Not a chance. They're the and Dora Milaje. What were you saying, Justin? I don't know say. It's what uh, Zidane does today. Anyway, um, the <laughs> uh, they surrender all the soldiers in front of them in the UN. And like she's like, yep. next time I won't be so kind. <laughs> I was like, hell yeah. 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 So then from there, we go back to, I guess, do we head back to the lab and series there? And then this is where they get into like the, the funeral scene. Is that right? I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I think at that point she's like burying herself in the work and everything. But then her mom is like, hey, let's go out and we'll do the ritual and everything. Yeah. And oh, yeah. They already had the funeral scene before mm -hmm. the one year. You're right. Yeah. So, yeah. They did the funeral scene before the one year. OK, so then she comes back and it's in the lab. And in the lab, the Angela Bassett gets serious like, look, we need some we need some mommy daughter time. I've been running this like imagine this as as a leader goes. She took a, her husband dies shortly thereafter. Her son dies after Thanos blipped the world. The blip comes back. Wakanda was attacked by an army of of alien, you know, spider zombie creatures, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? And she was able to hold a nation together, right? What under did they these do with all those bodies i mean it's Their things were heavy they were like six limbed big beasts i'm sure they just burned them oh uh, when know? he snapped and they just turned into dust didn't they yeah, yeah it was it was easy years later no. five years later yeah oh yeah so after that first battle there was just piles of just yeah uh, skull what are they scolarian well i i get i <laughs> i mean they definitely um they definitely did research on him for sure and whatever, because remember, Thor ended up blowing up the ships 
that they came on. So they definitely did research on those two kind of maybe probably tore them apart, you know, just mm -hmm. I'm sure they did some for research and then they got rid of the rest and, and use it to, you know, because the whatever. whole hidden city part is the coolest thing about Wakanda. It's like, not only does it exist, but there's like, I don't know, less than 6% of the Earth's population who could point it out on the map. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, okay. So then let's keep it moving. Um, We get to the part. So they do the mommy daughter trip to, it's like mm -hmm. a river, right? Mm -hmm. But, or they're going on the way to the river. Then we cut to another scene. And this is the scene where we discover that the United States has created the machine that can detect vibranium, yeah. right? And then they've detected vibranium at the bottom of the sea. And at the bottom of the sea, right? Like, the, you know, that's where they detect the vibranium. And then, you know, they're down there researching. And I'll tell you this. I remember I said, I will, sh I will shit my fucking pants. And I would. If you're oh, down... Yeah. Dude, when they're down there and shit starts missing and things are getting yeah. crazy, I was like, no, not that could me. Have been the whole movie. That would have been the scariest thing. If you could have made a horror film out of that single scene. Yeah. When yeah, the glowing jellyfish and stuff. I thought that was pretty cool. What's that called? Like thalassophobia or something like that? It's like fear of like deep, dark water. You know what I mean? Which I think isn't even really a phobia. Yeah, I mean, it's a normal that. Yeah. Fight or yeah, flight that's, response. Uh -huh. if, it, if that's a phobia, we all had it. So oh, yeah. in this part, we're, uh, yeah, right. So mm -hmm. in this part, uh, we see the introduction of the, I guess, the, the Tulukan warriors. The, yeah. The Atlantean, uh, I mean, they're called the Tulukan, but they're the, right, the Tokalan or whatever the yeah, fuck they're called. Tulukan is, the is the name of the city, but you're right. They're Atlanteans, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So for lack of a better term, we'll just refer to them as Atlanteans or the, the Sea Lost People. The City of Atlanta. So we see the Sea People. We see a little taste of their technology and their powers, which were very interesting. Love that they had the siren powers yeah. where they would, like, you know, project their a, voice and that, that a, and that turns people into, like, you know, controls people's minds. Is that a comic mm -hmm. book thing? Is that a thing that they do? They just throw that in there? Nah, I mean, you, you know, he kind of does, like, the same thing, like, where he can communicate with, like, you know, wildlife in the water and everything, which they kind of did that when they were riding the uh, the whales and stuff. Yeah. But I don't know if they ever did, like, the sonar mind control thing. That's not yeah. something I remember from the it's like a mermaid kind of ability. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. yeah, like sirens. That's yeah. where they got yeah. it from. It's yeah. a siren exactly. song. A siren, yeah. Drone all the people. And make the connection. Sirens walk into the sea. Yeah. So yeah. So the sirens, like they had different powers. Like they have like these water bombs that are really cool. Then they had the they can make this noise that sounds like sirens that can control people's minds. And mm -hmm. it's crazy. Like they had Lake Bell in this scene, who's like a big actress, and she's a smoke with a great pair of titas. And she was in the scene. She's like the doctor that was like you know th that was like the head doctor on the ship. And uh, so they see like, you know, the people the you get a nice taste of the Atlanteans at this time. They're kicking some ass, doing some things. You got to see their spear work. You see a helicopter get away. And then when the helicopter gets away, you see a shadowy figure flying in the air, grabs the helicopter, spins it around and throws it to the ground. Absolutely incredible. Mm -hmm. Then we get back to the mother daughter trip on the river. Right. And everything's going normal. And then all of a sudden, we get introduced to Namor. Yep. 
And was, go ahead. What did you think? Liam, what did you of, think of this? The that introduction? was one of my favorite parts of the movie. Yeah. Is yeah. When he like comes up out of the water and he's yes. saying like, you know, that they're using a machine to track vibranium. They, they found some in the waters near his like uh, civilization and everything. And yes. then she's telling him, the queen's telling him like, there's no more vibranium except for here. And then sure, he's like, he's he's covered in it you know what i mean like the stuff he's wearing and that kind of like you know this is like you knew everything was gonna get crazy because he tells her straight up you're gonna bring me that scientist you know what i mean you're gonna bring that's gonna get bad yeah yeah Yeah. and not and dude and he was badass man like and this was just a taste of him but the dude that played him it honestly one of the highlights of the movie he fucking nailed it he really nailed it start to finish crushed the role you know really i mean like you dude he was you turned like i almost hated to see him lose you yeah. know but his name's, his name's tena huerta he was in uh narcos mexico too and he's fucking awesome in that too yeah shout yeah. out to him mm-hmm. so okay he kind of gives him a message saying look there's this fucking doc there's this machine you guys there's a scientist that deals with it you guys need to figure out who she is and get her to us so we can kill her. Otherwise, we're going to fuck you up. And they're <laughs> like, what? You ain't going to fuck us up. He's like, bitch, I snuck here through your river that's protected by the river clans. That's all this shit, right? Yeah. So then after he, N- Namor, he, and also like he surprises them by delivering the machine yep. and stuff. And they're like, oh, damn, he really is good at sneaking this by. But uh, so either way, they uh so they go back to like now it's like a council of the elders like the political council in Wakanda and they're telling them all this stuff right and oh. they're like whoa 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 what's going and then the best part of this is Umbaku makes mm-hmm. fun of the river tribe being like and you pussies let these guys in you know what <laughs> I mean and then the someone said something and then the Jabari just started going oh, oh yeah oh, the best <laughs> so good. So good. And he's awesome. He's yeah. he's easily one of the best characters in Wakanda. Oh, steals the show. Absolutely okay. steals the show. So, yeah. So, he was really good. And then, okay. So, then they have, like, a discussion here of, like, what the fuck they're going to do, what needs to happen kind of thing, right? What did you think mm-hmm. of this scene? I'm not, you know, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like they do a little too much. I know it's story building and, like, plot thickening, right? But... I don't know. Sometimes when they do these political things, I'm not I'm not a biggest fan. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know how much you love politics, but it's like uh, <laughs> you know, they they kind of they they kind of had to like build that up and everything. You know? Like I see the need. Like, they, they, you know, one of the worst things you can do is like underestimate your enemy, and that's like kind of what Mbaku in that scene is doing. You know what I mean? He's like, "We'll just go kill this fish man." Blah blah blah. You know, and they, she's kind of telling him like. You know, we have to be careful how we do this, blah, blah, blah. And then she, the queen says, you know, Okoye can go get the scientist that, at, over at uh, Cambridge. But Okoye says she wants to bring Shori and everything. And she doesn't like that idea. So that, that scene was important, you know, because she, she talked the queen into letting her bring Shuri, which she was against, which comes into play later. You know? Well, yeah, but uh, okay. So, yeah, in that time, then, then they do... They all so in this time frame, they all decide, hey, we got to we got to do something about this. You know, we got to talk to our American people. 
And then we got to, you know, we got to make this work. Right. Mm -hmm. So what happens then is that the leader of the Demore, uh, the more Lamage, whatever. Mm -hmm. What's her? What's the general's name? Okoye. Okay, so Okoye gets Siri against the queen's wishes, and then they go to the U.S. First stop is they stop to see Martin Freeman, and they mm -hmm. say, "Hey, what the fuck's the deal with the machine that can detect vibranium and yada yada yada?" Right, and he's like, "Uh, this kid made it." And what it ends up happening is that it's a college kid that made the the machine that can detect the vibranium. So then they go up to Boston to MIT to Cambridge. And, yeah, and they get to they get they see they find the kid. They tell her like, "Look, this is what's going on. You got a fucking fish man on your tail. You invented this fucking machine. CIA got you all this shit." So what's up? So then they leave. They go to this kid's hideout. The kid has like a fucking Iron Man gimmick suit, right? Mm -hmm. This then turns into a pretty cool couple of scenes, right? We get a car chase out of this. We get a fucking badass fight scene. That oh, really, yeah. what what did you think about the action going on at this time and the introduction of you know Riri Williams as a you know what will what will end up being like a bigger character? Yeah, so Riri Riri Williams, I'll say is is really like not one of my favorite characters, like comic book wise. Uh, you know, she's like part of the Young Avengers, whatever. I think it's kind of like, you know, like either do Iron Man or don't do Iron Man, you know, just like a knockoff of another character. But then I guess you could say the same about War Machine or anybody else that's in one of those suits. And that, I guess they're kind of setting it up for her, for Ironheart and Armor Wars and everything. But I just, I don't know. I, the, the jury's out on her. I, yeah. I'll, we'll have to revisit that because she was kind of just like a supporting character in that. We'll see how she does with her own show and everything. So, I mean, uh, Justin, you said it the best one after we left. Like, the initial suit she built is from what she had, right? Mm -hmm. So it's not like she has, like, the best things available to her. But when she has the ability to upgrade the suit, she kind of doesn't. And it's like, what the fuck, you know? Well, they can't, well, they can't. Like, they're not just going to give her nanotech right off the back. So then the show has nowhere to go. She's way too overpowered. Like, it's too powerful, you know? So they have to give her this, like, garage-built Iron Man suit, which I get. Yeah. But, like, the the great... Like, first off, the mask needs to be the same because it's fantastic. Like, the original Iron Man mask that Tony Stark built is perfect. There's the dead eyes and the straight mouth. And then that on-face cam, which exists in such a small plane... Is Robert Downey Jr. He does it fantastic. It's just he owns it. the screen of Robert Downey Jr. and some bullshit screen HUD stuff. Mm. And while you, really, you really do see a difference of someone who knows how to do that, and then people that don't, and you find that in this movie because there's a couple other people that you're like, all right, what is this now? Yeah, don't you feel like we're just doing like Iron Man over again though? Like it's just right because they're not good. They're gonna limit the suit for its possibilities. Like if you give me her, like give her a nanotech suit. Give her the remember like uh, Marvel vs. Capcom the the plasma cannon that like mm -hmm. Iron Man could break out. It's like yeah. the size of a turbo jet uh -huh. and with blasts. Like give her like amp her out and make it like crazy dope. Yeah, they're gonna have to go all out for it to like even be worth doing. Right, like know? make her like Iron Man existed and he was very powerful. And like mm -hmm. build upon that. Like he ate a moon. Like yeah. <laughs> this girl's like yeah. running off diesel fuel. Like I don't want to watch you work your way yeah. up to like I don't it's what I, I always I, hate I, about 
the Spider-Man cartoon is like the the old cliche of like the web blaster runs out of ammo. Like, of course it fucking does. And like mm-hmm. the Iron Man suit's gonna stall out because she doesn't mm-hmm. know how to put a bypass. I'm like, fuck off. Yeah, we he- were short on oxygen. <laughs> that part, yeah. Like we already did that. We already did that. Yep. A couple was, times. It, it was a little bit different. They did it in Iron Man three. When he went up and then remember, like, oh no, it was in the first one. He went up and it got like too frosty and everything. Yeah. yeah. So instead Boosters. of it getting too cold, this time she went up and there wasn't enough oxygen. Then she fell. And then what? She's going to hit the ground? No, she fucking. And you know, everyone she's... in the movie is wearing an oxygen mask. The The sea people are wearing land oxygen masks. The mm-hmm. land people are wearing sea oxygen masks. But the chick who flies in the sky yeah. is like, <laughs> we don't need oxygen to fly around. You know? <laughs> yeah, come You're on. Right. You're right. So, okay. So then we get to, there's a cool chase scene, really cool chase scene that, Mm -hmm. you know, it was whatever. And they had a drone scene, whatever. Then we get to the bridge, right? When, yo, so when fucking flying girl gets clipped on the Mm -hmm. bridge, I was like, oh, damn, what's going on? And then you see the water bomb. And this is kind of, I think, like the first real taste of the water bomb that we get. And it was awesome. I was like, this is some fucking artillery. Then you had an incredible fight between uh, Okoye and... and, Dude, what a cool fight, huh? Wow, was that good. That was awesome. Dude, when he, like, puts his axe in the ground and and hits her into it, I was like, damn! And then he steals the spear and he says, you're not worth the my blade. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, yeah. He, yeah. He's pretty badass too, man. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. They were really, no. And so that fight seems really good. But what ends up happening is that uh, uh, Suri gets, so they're going to kill. Shuri. What is it? Shuri. S-H-U-R-S-H-U-R-I. Right. Suri gets uh, fucking. Suri. She wakes up. And so Okoye gets kicked into the river. Right. And mm-hmm. then Suri or Shuri gets wake, woken up and she's like, look, I'm a fucking princess of Wakanda. You don't want to fucking kill me. Take me to Namor. He knows me. He's going to want to talk to me. Bring us alive. Right. So she essentially saves her and the Riri Williams bitch. And now they go down. So they then get the air mask. <laughs> hello they get the air mask and they're taken to namor by namor's troops right mm-hmm. which is cool you know good on you right and so they get taken to namor by namor's troops and then uh we then cut to where are we at next oh so, so in- angela bassett's pissed because okoye lost well no 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 before we get to that this is something big so before we get to okoye we have the next day, the CIA is at the scene or, you know, whenever of the fight, uh, oh, Martin yeah. Freeman's there. And this is where we get introduced to Julia Louis Dreyfus. And I'll tell you, dude, I think she looks better now than she ever did on Seinfeld. I'm just fucking saying. Uh, I don't know. That's about a little that. crazy. Yeah. I'm a big fan you're of going, an older Julia Louis Dreyfus. You're going a little overboard. Like she Bro. looks, she looks great for her age, but. If you're going to say she's hotter than she was like back when she was doing Seinfeld, that's crazy. Bro, she looks pretty good. She sounds crazy right now. Yeah. <laughs> but she looks pretty good. Anyway, her her name in the movie is a fucking mouthful, dude. And in the comics, she goes by Contessa 
Valentina, Allegra, Fountain. Oh, fucking fuck off. So, so are we going to say that name every time? No. She says, she pretty much tells everybody you can call me Val. You know? Val? Yeah. But, I mean, actually, in the comics, that's not even her real name. Her real name is never actually revealed. Like, her parents are, like, these sleeper age shit. And, like, so she's got a little Nick, she's she's like, like you said, she's like Nick Fury's gimmick, right? Yeah, she, she's, she's like, her and Nick Fury are, like, you know, they're, like, forever in love. You know what I mean? Like, they met when she was... So Nick Fury was already, like, you know, big in S.H.I.E.L.D. and everything because he's been around forever. Cause he's he, Nick Fury. Yeah, he took this, like, infinity formula, which makes him not really age and whatnot. But so, like, he was already kind of running the show in S.H.I.E.L.D. And she impressed him because she was, like, training in S.H.I.E.L.D. and everything. She beat the shit out of him. And he was like, whoa, this this chick's for real. You know, like she can beat she beat the shit out of Nick Fury and like, you know what I mean? They were like training, you know what I mean? They were like sparring yeah. and stuff. And he was like, you know, she she beat him hand to hand. So he was like really impressed by her. Yeah. And then, you know, like they became closer and everything. They moved in. She like led like these squads of like badass chicks and everything. And but like she like is like the same kind of like character as Nick Fury. You know, she does all. Except you know what? As as shady as Nick Fury is, she's even more fucking shady, dude. Ooh. Yeah, and she's even shady like to Fury, who's in love with her and like always forgives her and shit in the comics. And damn, you gotta get that hoe in line. Yeah, you, know who, uh... dude, you find out you find out that she's like. That's why I'm interested to see what they're gonna do with her because in the comics you find out like she is working for Hydra and she's supposed to be like undercover for Shield. But then they find out the whole time she was in Shield, she was a sleeper agent for like Russia. So she's like a triple agent, dude. She's shady as shit, dude. So I'm excited to see like all the fucked up shit she's gonna do now that nice. she's in the MCU. You know? Do you remember the uh, the Baroness from GI Joe? That like chick who hung out with Cobra Commander. She had like yeah. black hair and she was like always just like side henchman. Mm -hmm. like, that's who that chick reminds me of. Like that, if you if you ever look up the character, you'll know what I'm talking mm -hmm. about. They even like look alike. Okay. So let's keep it moving. So Martin Freeman finds uh Shuri's bracelet, right? Mm -hmm. And then we go then we go to this is a big fucking scene. We go back to Wakanda. We're in the big hall, the big political hall. Everyone's there. Okoye is recounting what happened to the queen, right? And she's like, these fucking guys came out of the water. They fucking got us. Like, she's like, give me some fucking people. Let's go. Like, I want to get these fuckers. And the queen is like, no, you're done. Yeah. You're done. Time to retire, bro. And honestly, like, Okoye has been nothing but a rider fucking die. She was badass in everything she did. Like, I yeah, know. I didn't like that part. <laughs> it's tough to see her get did like that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But uh, to be fair, she fucked up. But also, I, you know, you saw that the queen was starting to crumble, right? Like the weight of the power of losing everyone, losing her son, her husband, now her daughter. Like you mm -hmm. saw the weight of all of that coming down on her. Really, really turned on by Angela Bassett at this time. I think mm -hmm. we all were. Um, but either way, she, uh, we get, so, okay, so she gets kicked out of the gimmick, and now it's like, fuck, what do we do, right? Mm -hmm. So, she's like, uh, they ended up finding out, one of the things they were able to find out 
is that they were speaking in ancient Aztec dialect and they were able to track them down to South America somewhere near like the Aztec Mayan ruins, right? And then when they get down there, we get introduced to the best back porch in the game. Oh man, they pick up, They yeah, they go to Haiti and they pick up Nakia, who's played by uh, Lupita. Lupita Nyong'o? Yeah, Lupita Nyong'o. And dude, whoever did the wardrobe for that movie, oh. whatever, dude, oh. just a fucking metal. Because every oh. scene she was in, they, you know what I mean, like she was, she was the star of every scene she was in. What, I don't think she was the star. It was that wagon she was dragging was the star, brother. Because that I mean, thing was. Dude, all, all around, she's pretty nice, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. I I I'm not kicking her out of bed for eating crackers. I'm just saying they fucking put her ass on display. Uh-huh. Literally. I didn't remember her from the first one. And I, I like, leaned over to my brother. And I was like, Is that, are they going to make that Storm? Like, maybe, like, Chala had had a relationship <laughs> with Storm on love. I was like, because she was running an orphanage. And I didn't yeah. recognize her, and I was like, that would be awesome. I mean, they if were in South America, right now, not Africa, though. Storm is in this mm-hmm. movie. They were in Haiti. You could have put Storm in an orphanage in Haiti. She knew a chick who had powers. Because also, gonna... what you find out later in the movie makes this whole part ridiculous, is that if you know she's your dead son's baby mama, mm. why would you send her on a deadly mission? Mm. That's insane. You just uh, you're getting a little about... jumping a little ahead of the gun there. Justin. I mean, if if you're watching if if you're watching this, you had either seen the movie or we're going to spill everything for you. But it's insane to have then send her to go do the mission. You're like, what? Why would you send her? Yeah. You just made a very passionate speech about how you lost everyone, and then yeah. the only other family member you have, you're like, you go do it. Yeah. No, you're she was, de- you're... She was desperate too, though. To get her daughter back. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I, yeah. True, true. Desperation, I would say, but it would have been cool if they made it storm. Mm-hmm. I mean, who knows? They still can, right? Well, yeah. We don't know she's not a mutant. We don't know that. No, no, no. It's not. Well, uh, yeah. I'll save that for the end. Mm-hmm. So okay. So either way, um, we uh, okay. So then we're able to now. You know. Uh, you know, the queen and Nakia, they kind of recoup and talk and get their thing together. She tells her what's going on. And then, you know, they know a guy who knows a guy who is able to kind of locate where Suri is. And then, but this was really cool. You then get to Suri and she's with Namor, right? He then gives you a background on his people, a background where he came from, a background on how he got his powers and all this stuff. You know, and then, then, yeah, his origin, and then they take us to Tolokan, and man, was that fucking cool. But wait, there's a really cool, there's a really important part that happened when he did his backstory. Okay, go ahead. he He used a very important word when he talked about how he was born, and that his ears changed, and that, like, you know... He was he was different than the other Atlanteans. It was because he was a mute. That's very important because mutants yeah. aren't really like in the MCU yet. And in the comics, he's the first like uh, he's viewed as like the first mutant and everything. So they're like gearing up to like have mutants in the MCU. That's fucking really exciting. Because Disney bought Fox, they were allowed to say that yep. word in this That's movie. Their... Really? Yeah. They weren't allowed to say it before. Yeah, they didn't have the rights to X Men until they until now they, they own Fox and Fox owned the rights to Mar or to X Men and mm-hmm. now they have the rights to say mute. Hmm, and you know. so uh, uh, the girl from Miss Marvel is also confirmed as a mutant. So we yeah, have instead one of an inhuman. I'm not that happy with that, but whatever. But, yeah. We don't need to get into that right now. 
But you okay. now have one in, in current time Marvel Universe and one from 1571. Yes, correct. So, yeah, his review is is that he was born in the 1500s and his whole village is dying of smallpox that was brought by Spanish settlers. And then he, you know, they find he was in his mom's stomach and then his whole village found the what the equivalent of like the heart flower and yeah, the, the seaweed. Herb. version. Yeah, it was a seaweed mm-hmm. version. You're correct. The seaweed version of the heart shaped herb that the Wakandans have for Black Panther. And they they all took it. But because he was in the womb and because he's part mutant, he was he got a, like a, a higher dose. And then they knew right then and there, like the guy born from this mutant flower is going to be their king. Is that kind of how it went, Lashmish? Yeah, that's a, that's like how they did his story. Yeah, yeah, it's a little different than the story he had, but it it really doesn't matter. They they I think they kept like true enough to him, like as long as they kept him powerful. I I didn't care that they changed like the name of the city and all that stuff, but they still made him like fucking awesome and hard. Is that a similar you know? from the comic book? Do they talk about Namor's mom in the comic book? So in the comic book. Namor's born from uh he's the hybrid son of a human father and an Atlantean mother. So yeah, kind of he's like you know the I mean? first half breed. And, yeah. and so is yeah. they didn't powerful. say much about his father. You know what I mean? I guess they were all from the tribe, so they kind of changed that. But it's okay because they still make him a mutant, which is what makes him that much stronger than the rest of the Atlanteans. And hence the feather feet. Now in the comics, did Namor ever have feather feet? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, okay. yeah it does. Yep. I don't so, okay. My, my sexy so submariner with feather let, feet. Yep, let's keep it moving then. So what happens is is that they do uh so okay. So they so like Shuri, you really get kind of like an idea of who in the moor is and where he's coming from and his ideals and things like that. Really, really cool. And then what happens is is that Nikita and the Queen set up a plan where the queen is going to distract the moor and then Nikita is going to go in and get Shuri and uh, Riri Williams, right? So really did love the scene with Namor and the queen because Namor is like, you want to shut the fuck up right now? Because if you keep talking this shit, I'm going to fuck you up, right? Like he wasn't having none of her bullshit and I kind of loved it. Mm -hmm. What did you think? Yeah, same. I mean, that's... We, we, I was talking about like what they kept true to his character and that's it dude he he doesn't fuck around when it comes to like it's like his people above everything and he'll fucking go all the way you know he doesn't care who you are why you're doing what you're doing if if your cause is even noble if in any way it's against his people dude he's he doesn't give a fuck you know he'll, yeah. he'll he won't even just take you down he'll he'll kill you you know he's love it fucking badass man yeah, he was badass. So what happens is he's away with the queen, and then Nakia comes and saves Shuri and Riri Williams, and in the process of doing so, kills like the captors that were watching Shuri. Mm-hmm. And this really is the spark, right? Like they didn't need much. I don't think Namor needed much, but he was like, Oh, all right, you wanted the fucking bull wants to get the horns here, huh? So what happens is they escape, go back to Wakanda, and they got Wakanda like armed to the teeth. Like everyone's out, all like the Jabari, the River Tribe, everyone's like, all right, gear up, we're waiting. Like we know these fuckers are coming, keep an eye on the water, like all that shit, right? Does not matter. 
you get what happens next is that Namor and the fucking crew show up and mm-hmm. man was it fucking great yeah. like they they dude they whooped Wakanda's ass and you got to see Namor in action he is the fucking best dude oh I loved it I love he flies like the way he like runs and then like the, the it's it's cool what they did like when he was yeah. taking those planes down and everything yeah. that yeah. that was fucking awesome if you notice it above and below water, he moves identically. It does not change. Like his mm-hmm. legs do all of the movement and his upper body just kind of directs and whether mm-hmm. below water or above water, it's the same kind of motions. He like uh. cruises with a spear aerodynamically and then fires it. Like it's cool the way they yeah. did it. Yeah. Dude, he looked like he was skating across. Yeah, like he just walks. He on. really did a cool job. And mm-hmm. his whole like, dude, he is so fucking powerful. Yeah, you know, Thor level like, powerful. Thor level power. Yeah. Oh, I, oh. I was trying to compare it. Yeah, I was, dude. I was with you. You know, he was. He is no. He is no joke, baby. He can go. So I looked it up in comparison to Thor. They, so here's here's it. Here's an idea. Like on the power grid that they use on Marvel.fandom.com, which is like a Wikipedia for all Marvel characters which I strongly suggest if you ever want like information on a character that's in Marvel, you look that up. Dude, his power grid, his strength and durability are both a six. By comparison, Thor's strength is a seven and his durability is a six. So he's pretty much like up there on the level of Thor, which is, wow. which is fucking really powerful. It's insane. It's insane. <laughs> Like in insane. the in the water, Neymar trashes the Hulk in the first time they ever met. Like in the way that Thanos trashed the Hulk the first time they wow, met. Dude, like Neymar in, trashes him in water. But in, outside in the, the water, water, he will beat everybody. Yeah, I was I was monster convinced. in the water. Yeah. But then Hulk fighting Neymar outside the water the first time in the comic books, they they fought to a draw. So hey, just but in the water, you. no competition. Well, so and that's kind of what. We find like Jabari's there, get their ass kicked. River Tribe gets their ass kicked. They got all the planes and everything they could ever fucking want. Doesn't matter. Everyone gets their ass kicked. Wakanda kind of gets it handed to them, right? And they're sent, like, you know, they're kind of sent to the woodshed with their tail between their legs. Like, they Mm -hmm. got a fucking, they got kicked in the fucking mouth here, you know? Mm -hmm. Oh, dude, that chest plate when Namor punches fucking. Mbaku's chest plate. That was fun. Yeah. yeah. And after the yeah. he Neymar tells him he's like, Barry, you're dead. I will be back in a week. Yep. Yeah. He dude. So he what he does is he uh there so the queen was protecting Riri Williams in like the hall of the politicians or wherever the fuck, the great hall, whatever they call it. And, yeah. yeah. And uh so they're in there, and then so Neymar sees them, gets like, you know. Fights off like twenty or five fucking planes and almost kills Shuri and and Nakia like and and Akoye like they're all fucking you know getting their ass kicked the whole the whole fucking country gets their ass kicked and then uh, he sees them in their hall and then he throws the water bomb there and I guess ends up drowning uh what you call it the queen. But the queen drowns because she saved Riri, Riri mm-hmm. Williams. So the queen was going to be fine. But then she was like, nope, got to save my girl here. And ended up, you know, biting one for the team. You know what I'm saying? So that's how that went down. But what did you think about this? What did you think about? Uh, so 
I want to know from both of you, and Justin, we'll start with you first. What were your thoughts on the acting and also the writing here, like with the killing of the queen, right, while defending Riri Williams? And what did you think of the response from the actors and their choices in this scene? Go ahead, Justin. Well, Angela Bassett's fantastic. Oh, she's then, unbelievable. I don't want to like say too much, but like it was the 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 death was necessary for the end of the movie because mm-hmm. you need somebody to talk to, you know, in that astral plane, and, and uh, the you know one of the people is not alive in real life, so obviously you can't talk to him. <laughs> so her her mother dying is a necessity for the film, as well as an emotional standpoint for the character that has like lost everything at this point. Like she yeah. is now alone. Legit, legit. And- your thoughts liam and i think like so that was like the central conflict of the whole movie is like wakanda wants to protect their people but they also like will protect innocent lives and everything and won't cross that line where like namor and and his people like they will just protect their their people at any cost that dude that's that, the you, difference between what you you are 100 percent right like namor was not hard like they weren't shy about taking out civilians and killing Mm -hmm. a a populated area like he came for blood he was like killing killing in the name of you know you kill for a god versus kill for an elected leader oh he was all fuck around and find out yeah for sure so i think also like like justin said the death was necessary like she needed that spark to like push her over the edge to so she would like really get working on you know what she needed to work on that hard shape there and everything. So yep. So the queen dies. Wakanda's in array, and they're like, please. They they ask the Jabari if they can go live there for protection. The the Wakandans then go to the Jabari land, and they're living there and everything like that. And during this time. You see Shuri is they do like a montage of her working in the lab and going hard and really trying to figure out the answer to the herb. Right. She finally figures out the answer to the herb with the help of the of the the seaweed version of the herb, the heart shaped herb. And she was able to figure out, get the science down, recreate it. She then takes it. She then goes to the ancestral plane. And who does she run into? Go ahead, Lishmish. She runs into fucking Killmonger, dude. Oh. He's and he's sitting on the throne too. Yeah, you, like you think because he's in white, like you still might see Angela Bassett, but then it's Killmonger sitting there, and they kind of they have that conversation, like you know, your your father was a hypocrite. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, your yeah, his was, father killed his own brother. That's yeah. how he was. Like brother Neymar. was his too fa- noble. Yeah. yeah, your brother was too noble noble you're more like me than you think you know what i mean Mm because she even says like you know what i mean i feel like i want to burn the world earlier in the the movie you know and at that point in the movie she is ready to burn the world dude oh can you blame her no you can't i mean someone just killed your mom you're ready to burn the world fucking a babe fucking a Mm -hmm. so okay so then she but she's rebelling against the thought of her and Killmonger being the same. She's yeah. not down like she's she is rebelling against that as in in a way, but she's rebelling against like she's almost hurt. She made a good job of us thinking, oh, shit, she's like pissed off that she's even being compared to Killmonger. But the deal is, you know, the deal's the deal. She's she's fucking kill like, you know, she's just like, she's like fighting that side of herself. 
You know, yeah, like and she took the the herb in that same energy that he took the herb in, like with with not a ritual and not with it being handed down from person to person. It was just opportunity and taking it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She didn't want to do all the ritual behind it. She just took it, same yeah, as Killmonger a, did. That's a and real. then she met Killmonger. And she's mm-hmm. like, You took it just like I took it. You took it to be strong, not to protect your people. Yeah, good yeah. point, man. Yeah, very true. So then, okay. So then after this, so what do we got then? So so she then figures out the, she's figured out the herb. She comes out. They find out kind of right away that she's throwing some fucking heat. Yeah, she, she punches that, she punches that statue like through the wall. Yeah, the herb worked, babe. Mm-hmm. She is ready to play. So very cool. So she then, um, she, you know, she then kind of suits up and we get the montage of her turning into the black panther they then go to jabari land where everyone's at she kind of exposes herself to the tribes of everybody and they're kind of happy like oh fuck yes the black panther's back she does that over the top gimmick with the arm wrestling (laughs) with with uh umbaku which was really cool but i don't know what did you think about this guys your thoughts on you know a fucking chick being the panther the the toothpick blind so here here she is yo here's the black panther coming through just put a little gold on her she's (laughs) real thin yo she's the tiniest black panther i've ever seen bro but they put a lot of gold on the costume it looks kind of cool I liked it. It had a little more of a Killmonger look, too. If you notice the similarities between her suit and Killmonger's suit versus her brother's suit. Um, Yo, I thought that was the helmet she picked up. Remember? They, like, brought out helmets, and, like, the one was black and gold. I thought that was Killmonger's, like, you know, they had the helmet of each Black Panther, and then she picked up the black and gold one. Right? Yeah, I did. No, there was like, like there's two, and then the like the third one arose. That was hers. It has like dots on it. It was just a little different. Oh, I thought was, no, I thought like, that was Killmongers. It, it basically looked like the two of theirs combined, Killmongers and Black. Oh, Panthers. okay, all right, all right. But uh, but yeah, so she exposes herself and she deals out the whole let's let's this is our plan we're not gonna hide in these mountains we're gonna yeah we're gonna take it too (laughs) yeah and at this point she's kind of discovered like her and riri williams kind of have a plan of attack to get in the more they found out that the water gives him power and that Uh you know basically they got to put him in a sauna and that is directly from the comic you get him the further you get him from water the longer you get him out of the water the better chance you're gonna have like in a fight you know that is that's definitely ripped right nice uh yeah so they set up that sauna in the truck in the plane well then so now well now they have no you know now the gimmick is they want to set up uh they want to trap namor right so Mm -hmm. what they do is is they get the machine that can detect vibranium they go on wakanda's boat right which is a pretty sweet boat they had a pretty sweet scene uh, before this, before they even did this, though, they did a good job of it was, uh, you know, Mbaku saying like, hey, you want to kill this guy? Like, are you sure you want to kill? Like, you know, he kind of was plucking the heartstrings of like, let's think about this. Let's be morally sound, like, you know, yeah. kind of playing devil's advocate, which was cool. And he did a good job. But Especially because earlier in the film, he's like, let's just go kill the fish man. But he mm-hmm. didn't want that for her. Right, right, right. And you do see kind of a relationship forming with them of 
I don't think it's like, you know, a boyfriend girlfriend i think it's more of a little sister big brother kind of yeah, relationship because he promised he promised the child that he would like be there and and take care of his sister you know what i mean the yeah he he like said like you know i'll be there to protect her and guide her and all that stuff. i'll be there for yeah. you. and i think he kind of saw it play out to see how many people uh namor had and everything and like that this guy like is their leader he's a god to them if you kill him it's going to be like endless war between Wakanda and Atlantis. And I, I don't think he wants, you know, it was kind of like his, his stance. So we're coming towards the top here. So let's highlight this part. So uh, fight scenes. What did you think? Thought Mbaku was good. Uh, you know, Nakia looked great. Um, mm. Really liked the plan. Really liked how it was shot, especially in like they're jumping off the ships and, and they're fighting on the side of the ship and mm -hmm. you're seeing like everyone going at it and it's really really the pretty decent fight scene and then when they trap Namor and they you know they're fighting in the ship but then they go to the desert the fight scenes in the desert were awesome yeah. i thought that was some of the best stuff yep. and what happened like you know all these fight scenes are coming in then we have introduced to a couple of different characters Okoye is back. Uh, they changed. She now gets a souped up. The worst up... suit ever. <laughs> worst suit ever. Yeah. Uh, she didn't look great. I feel bad for her just because, like, she was a badass, though. That thing and sucked. She, and she got she got her shit back on, whatchamacallit, on the mm -hmm. dude. She, they, You know, she fought that dude that she got her ass kicked by on the bridge. Um, yeah, but, Yeah. So, she, you know, she got some get back on him and... You know, there was a couple good one on ones of secondary characters that happened during this fight scene. I thought that was really good. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, what happened eventually is is that like, you know, the what what it comes down to at the end is that the Wakandans were just outnumbered, right? And yeah. it ends up being like the maybe twenty of the five in, you know, are all favorite secondary characters are surviving this battle. They're surrounded by all the Atlanteans, Tanatalakala guys, whatever. And then at the same time, on a desert not too far away, it's Shuri and Namor are going at it. And, you know, Namor ran her through with a fucking spear. Mm -hmm. And you think she's done. She's able to get out of there. Namor, like, her, her dehydrating him was the factor. That was yeah. what did it. Right. So he's he ends up putting a spear through her, is heading towards the water. She fights off, the, you know, pulls herself off the spear, literally, then, you know, was able to track him down and then hits him with an explosion. You know, mm -hmm. Wakanda forever. Yeah, and the, the vibration, like when they take all the kinetic energy. Yeah, that, 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 part, that part was cool. It yeah. was the there was a the ship that had crashed. The yeah. the, the jets were too. Oh, uh, yeah. But didn't, she, didn't she set it off? The... She just started the engine to the ship. And oh, okay. just burnt the hell out of his back. Yeah. And so she soon has... As, he, as soon as he did his war cry. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. Liam, explain that. Explain the war cry. Explain everything behind it. Go ahead. So yeah, that I wasn't too happy with. Usually if, if Namor says Imperious Rex, he's about to fuck somebody up like really bad. So he said it and got his ass kicked. They kind of like took it in the exact opposite direction. I don't get that. Imperius Rex is like just his, you know what I mean? That's just like his, uh, I guess like his war cry, you know, yeah. that he just always uses it, like his slogan, you know? And they yeah. just, I don't know. They used it at like a really the wrong time. I, they should have used it like 
right when he threw that bomb at at the queen or when he fucking took one of those planes down or something you know or when he drove the spear through shuri at, in the final battle that would have been a perfect time for it yeah you not know? before he's about to get his ass kicked <laughs> yeah yeah not before he gets, so, he gets sneak attacked Mm-hmm. So what happens is, is that he gets his ass kicked, or so Namor ends up losing, he right? He yields, that. he yields, and then Shuri, she doesn't kill him. They go back to the boat. Namor said, hey, you know, Atlanteans, we're done here. Let's go home. We're good mm-hmm. with these guys now. And then the Wakandans are like, you know, Wakanda forever, the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. So they Wakanda the ever the fuck out of They go back. Everyone's kind of rebuilding uh, you know, we say goodbye to everybody with, uh, you know, all, uh, you know, like uh, Okoye. So whatchamacallit, Martin Freeman had ended up getting arrested by Julia Louis-Dreyfus. We kind of passed mm-hmm. that. So he was in like a van about to be taken to be executed and Okoye goes and saves him. So yep. that's where they end up. Uh, Riri Williams goes back to Cambridge. So that's where they end up. And then uh, Shuri is kind of running things. That's where they end up. I love the scene where they were going to have like the Black Panther introduction scene at the the waterfalls, right? And everyone's expecting Shuri to jump out as the Black Panther. And it ends up being Umbaku. And he says, fuck with me and find out. Loved mm-hmm. that, right? Mm-hmm. And then we go from there to Shuri goes to uh to Haiti and when she goes to Haiti she gets to meet somebody and who does she meet Justin she meets T'Challa's offspring she meets which... Prince T'Challa son Junior. of King T'Challa yeah. so which lines us for the ability to make him date story I mean it'll take like we'll be 50 when it happens but it can still <laughs> happen yeah we'll all be 50 but he'll date well, storm yeah well to be to be fair um, we can still get T'Challa versus Namor. Oh, right? Yeah, can. that can come back. Yeah, we definitely. Can. Oh, we also so uh, just my like summaries of the the grandioseness that I want at the end. Namora shows up in that end scene too and goes and talks to Neymar and she's yeah. like, "I can't believe you would bail." And he's like, "I didn't bail. This is a great idea. They have no allegiances on the water. We mm-hmm. will become their ally when they need help from the outside world. And also, when the allegiances come to Neymar, he makes allegiances with my favorite person in the whole universe." Doctor. Really? Yeah, I love. Him. Oh yeah, they make a group called the Cabal where it's like him and uh, Emma Frost. Yeah, Emma Frost, the White Queen. Who else is in there? uh norman osborne yep. yeah bunch of bunch of shady cats there man yeah doom, doom punks neymar a couple times and neymar because i mean doom lives in such far from the sea you know that area like, yeah it's not good for him yeah, and he's like he's a master of like technology and magic i was really hoping they would like at least fucking you know what i mean like like do some kind of like tease for dr doom in this Please, movie. that's all i want dude yeah, and then yeah. Like he was the one going after the. So we're coming to the top of time, though. Okay, so we're wrap. What was the extra scene? Was the extra scene meeting T'Challa? Yes, that was the that was yeah. the credit scene, which they only yeah. this time, Liam. They well, they finished though. They did finish the movie with another uh, montage, uh, you know, video picture montage to Chadwick Boseman, which was really nice. Mm-hmm. No yeah. music again on that, which was cool. Then you meet young T'Challa, and then you're kind of sent off. So uh, we're wrapping up here, though. So final thoughts then. Uh, Justin, what were your final thoughts on this movie? I liked it. I had a good time. It doesn't move the universe that much farther along, which, like, obviously, I want 
other things. So I want to get to Doom and X-Men and Galactus yeah. and Silver Surfer. And I want Mr. Sinister. But until I get that, this was a comparable fun film. And I like Neymar. So I'm happy that he now exists. And he's not, you know, they didn't kill him off. They didn't do anything weird with him. He's very powerful. No. I'm disappointed. I like, remember when he got in his full tribal gear to hype up oh, his people? I so wish he showed up good. to the final fight in that. He's yeah. like the Aztec warrior. Love that. Really I, love you know, that. He's coming in. I'm a speedo, very sexy Neymar kind of fan, you know? <laughs> like, if he doesn't make me like a little horny, he's the Submariner's <laughs> not doing it for me, you know? But mm-hmm. this more Aztecian away from the Atlantis side, fine. It worked. Mm-hmm. He's still very cool. He made me like a little horny and he's got cool wing feet i'm down right we all knew you had something for him you freaking weirdo uh but okay so then all right very good and you like the your thoughts on the movie so oh sorry go ahead your thoughts justin those were my thoughts it was good i really like okay cool keep it going (laughs) then uh lishmoosh go ahead what do you got for the movie uh i will agree with justin you know what i mean like it 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 moves along it moves us towards Armor Wars, it moves us towards the Wakanda series and everything. We have Namor. They use the word mutants, so we're, we're, we're you know what I mean? We're we're going down that road. That's that's a good thing. I'm, like, dying for the fucking X-Men. Uh, I'll say, like, solid, you know, B movie. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll give it a grade of B. It's, it's not, like, a, you know, one of the top tier MCU movies, but it's definitely not, like, a stinker either. Yep. Yeah. So the last two that have come out were uh, Doctor Strange and Thor. And mm-hmm. I, I would say this was better than both of those. I would say so, too. Yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah. 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 The only thing that is really cool from the Thor movie is the Beyonder, which is in the last yeah. 10 seconds of the film. But that whole reference is how mm-hmm. Doom will get his rise. Yeah. What is the Beyonder? You know the little girl with the eyeballs that look like like Infinity almost? Yeah, mm-hmm. she has the power of the Beyonder. Doom steals the power of the Beyonder to to do secret, yeah. and he's gonna steal that little girl. Very cool. All right, well then, um, I you know my thought was good movie. Uh, don't know if I thought I'll have to rewatch the first one. It's been a while since I watched the first one. I don't know if I like it better, but it was a good movie. Really entertained. Really like how they did it. Really like how they were able to work around no Chadwick Boseman um but yeah uh pretty good stuff i do feel like because we're in the fresh phase of the you know the next phase we're still at the beginning of it we're getting some stinkers you know what i mean we're not getting we're not getting civil wars and winter soldiers and and ragnaroks at this at this stage give us a couple more two more stages and we'll be hitting the civil wars and ragnaroks but right now we're getting our, you know, our Captain America ones out of the way, our Iron Man threes out of the way, like <laughs> all that stuff has to happen. So this is where it happens. But next no, is Ant Man Quantumania. Yes, I heard that's that supposed to be awesome. pretty good. That will push things along much further. That's in three months. We'll yeah, uh, hey, in February. Jonathan and Majors, three. and then Guardians three. You got two probably really good movies coming up. And right. Adam Warlock hat like I is gonna show up in, yep. in Guardians Three. Who's that? For that. <laughs> we got another hour. All right, no, no, <laughs> all right. So good. All right, so we're coming to the top of time then. Uh Lishmoosh, anything you wanna say to the comics perspectives faithful before we get out of here? Yes. I just wanna give a shout out to Kevin Conroy, 
fucking rest in peace. The voice yeah. of Batman from Batman the Animated Series. Yeah. Countless DC animated movies, Arkham video games, fucking uh, the Injustice video games, dude. As far as like voice actors go, he's an absolute legend for DC, DC animated. But you know, it's, a, it's sad that he passed, dude. He's yeah, yeah, yeah. Legend. legend. We lost a good one. R.I.P. Very nice. Jada, final thought. Go on uh, YouTube, look up Am I Blue, sung by Batman, a.k.a. Kevin Conroy, from the animated series, where the one character makes him sing a song. It's real good. Nice. Love it. All right, nice. Well, speaking of being really good, this has been another episode of the Comics Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle, accompanied by Jalen Dub, Justin Richardson, and Lashmize Liam Reese. In case you're wondering, you can find all our stuff and all our content and all podcast platforms and YouTube at Work Perspectives Podcast. Yeah, it's on Instagram, Work Perspectives Podcast. You can join us on the Twitter and the TikTok, Working P Pod. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at workingperspectives.gmail.com. And please like and subscribe so we can keep this party going. This has been another episode of the Comics Perspectives Podcast. Thanks for listening. And uh, yeah, fucking enjoy the movie. See you later. Bye. Of course.